Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome into the PHNX Cardinal Podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined by the GM Saul Bookman, who if we're real quiet, we will not disturb as he is watching the U of A Pac-12 tournament game in the corner of the screen that right now has roughly two minutes, 45 seconds left, Arizona up by one, they could potentially blow this which would be Blow very... This. We're which, up by one. Of course we could potentially... Oh, three. Brick. Dirty All right, so Stanford Cardinal. We're going to allow Saul to kind of multitask here. No, we're good. We're here. good. We're All good. Right. Here we go. Love All me. about the real Cardinals. That's right. The good Cardinals. Okay. Let's go. So you were you were out yesterday. You had commitments with the Sun Show. We we only get Saul so much, man. He's a, he's an interchangeable chess piece here at PHNX. You were not around to talk about Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks, no longer an Arizona Cardinal, released... Cardinals saved just around $6.5 million against the cap. Devon Kennard restructured rumors of Bobby Wagner. I want to start with your opinion on Jordan Hicks as a Cardinal, the legacy he left, and, and what it means for Zavian Collins now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, Jordan Hicks is a, is a fantastic human being. Uh, we 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 got to know him a little bit this season. Yeah, I came on our show once. Like I, I really like him a lot. However, if you want Zayvon Collins to play, that's just how it was going to be. And yeah. I told you that you did. we were at the combine. I think maybe even shortly before that, I said, "Listen, I would not be surprised if Steve Kahn moneyballed this entire situation and forced his hand and basically forced Vance Joseph." to have to play Zayvon Collins this year. Yeah. That's exactly what's about to happen. Uh, Jordan Hicks will find himself a good spot somewhere. Yep. He's a smart, uh, durable linebacker um, who who has a little bit of flexibility to be able to play multiple. Uh, he does. You know, in, he's in, playing in, a 3-4 and a 4-3. Yes. So he's a desired asset. I know he, he was, you know, he was injury riddled earlier in his career, but this season he was healthy. He has started 50 games in 50 possible games with the Arizona Cardinals. He has not missed a start with this organization. I put out an article, gophnx.com, last night, why Jordan Hicks was a great Cardinal. And a lot of people pushed back and said, Jordan Hicks, he wasn't great. He didn't make a Pro Bowl. He wasn't an All-Pro. You think about, <clears throat> we're about we're on the eve of free agency here, right? And, and teams are going to go shopping, and people are going to get overpaid, right? And typically, contracts do not last one to two years outside of their agreed-upon in free agency. Jordan Hicks got a four-year deal once upon a time. It was a pretty modest four-year deal. He was the Cardinals were sniffing around like CJ Mosley, Quan Alexander. They opted to bring in Jordan Hicks in 2019. And he he I think was a big part of helping turn this organization around back to respectability. He came to this team when they were almost dead last defensively, when they had the number one overall pick. He has been the captain of this defense, calling the defense for the last 50 games for this franchise and if you can't appreciate that in today's nfl where you sign somebody you sign a jordan phillips in free agency and the guy is a huge bust right mm -hmm. you you know you sign a devon Kennard who has to take a pay cut because he can't even get on the field jordan hicks is, has been one of the most and i was critical of the fact that they weren't playing zavin collins over him but he had a career year four sacks um, I'm, I'm hopeful that he lands on his feet quickly. He and his wife, um, and I think they have one child get to hopefully pick their next destination. I hope he gets a bunch of guaranteed money, but you're right. Like you cannot draft Simmons and then Xavier Collins and then 
pay somebody like Jordan Hicks almost $10 million this year. Let's not forget, like, and let's not confuse great Cardinal with all-time great Cardinal, right? right? Yeah. He was a great Cardinal. He yeah. Was, he represented the brand very well. He played game in, game out. He, he gave you everything he had. Yeah. That's what you want from your players, and he played at a very high level. That Was he an all-time great? No. No. But he was a great Cardinal. He did exactly what you asked him to do, and that's what you want from free agents. Ooh, big mispossession there from Stanford, Arizona, up three with 50 seconds left. We feel good about it. Uh, Jordan in the (laughs) chat. Johnny trying to always jinx shit. No. All right, anyway. Jordan in the chat says free agency is a a gamble, uh, as is the draft, but usually, you know, lower upside. Absolutely. And much more expensive. Um, So Jordan Hicks out. Devon Kennard looks to be staying around. He's taking a pay cut. There was kind of con- conflicting reports yesterday of like, what is Devon Kennard's new salary? I'm hearing today that it is going to be close to the veteran minimum. Um, they did not cut him outright like they did with Robert Alford. So it could be somewhere in the neighborhood of two to three million. The cap saving is still to be determined. It's between five and six million. So the Cardinals are going to operate with right around 12 million right now. So if you can stomach a little bit of cap talk, that's where the Cardinals are at. They have some needs in free agency, one of which is outside linebacker. It feels like Chandler Jones, it is. I mean, he, he is le- he's leaving the Cardinals. We can say that definitively. I can say that you know with full conscience. Like He will not be back for this organization. He will sign a contract with somebody else next week. So everybody, throughout the duration of the season, when they watched a certain ex-Cardinal balling out for Carolina, what is the likelihood of Hassan Reddick coming back Given the way things ended here, given the fact that didn't have his fifth-year option picked up, here's what I'm hearing. I have it double-sourced. As of this morning, I put the tweet out. The Cardinals would love for Hassan Reddick to come back. They would welcome him back, and, and they would pay him handsomely. They do not have the cap space to match a lot of these other pass rush needy teams. Yet. Yet. So if you're asking me today, is he going to be a Cardinal? I can't answer that. I know that they would pay a premium for Reddick, but... And I have a source private conversation with Reddick, you know, being open to coming back. He doesn't hold any ill will. And I think that that was part of the confusion with the fan base. Like, does he even want to come back? He would come back if the money is right. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, you heard it here first. Hey, listen, Hassan Reddick is a bona fide pass rushing threat. Yes. Let's go. We're up by five. Um, And he would be, he he's somebody that nobody really wanted to see go, especially yeah. after you saw what he could do in Vance Joseph's, de- de- Joseph's defense. Yeah. Um, and you hope, you hope that, you're right, animosity might not be able to play a part, which is good, but you just hope, motherfucker, are you serious? Anyway, okay. you just hope that the Cardinals can find the flexibility in the salary cap to be able to bring a guy like that in because I feel like he's going to be near 20, man. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Um, and if he's near 20, the Cardinals are out of the picture. Harold Landry's contract is the template. I said this last week. Five years, $87.5 million. Now, Landry does not have back-to-back double-digit pass rushing seasons, um, double-digit sack seasons like Hassan Reddick does. He's also, though, a year younger. I think you're going to be looking at 16, 17 million. If a team goes crazy, it could eclipse that. I think the Cardinals, because Reddick to me, elite off the edge, borderline elite off the edge now. Athleticism in the open field can make open field tackles, can deflect passes. He is not an elite run defender. So you're still not getting an upgrade over Chandler Jones in run defense. So you're going to have to supplement a little bit there. And we asked, you know, Kingsbury at the Combine, could you move Zavin Collins to the edge? They dismissed that. Your inside backers are Isaiah Simmons and Zavin Collins. That's You're, it. That's it. Marcus Golden starting on one side. Right now it's Devon Kennard. They, are, they know how critical, after watching what the LA Rams did last year, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, they know how critical pass rush is. So they have a target. Reddick is their target in free agency to rush the passer. They may not get him and they'll be forced to pivot, but they're not going to exit free agency without a pass rusher. I, I believe that, or the or high in the draft, like if they take one at 23. They will come out of this draft or this free agent period with another option off the edge, and then you think about, Saul, hopefully a full season from J.J. Watt. You've got the interior pressure. Zach Allen played well. They still need a nose tackle. That's a, that's a start, right? It is a start. However... There's some news that came out today. Yeah. About some other players. Yeah. Particularly one that just came out of Seattle. Yep. That uh, apparently the Cardinals might be interested in. Okay. So the Bobby <laughs> Wagner stuff, it's garbage. Don't listen to it. 
the Cardinals, Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter both sourced it that the Cardinals want to start their two young guys. Jordan Hicks was on the level of Bobby Wagner last year. Bobby Wagner missed games. He's two years older. It's going to be more expensive. The Cardinals don't have money to pay Bobby Wagner and then go upgrade other positions of need. So I, I really believe that if the Cardinals are leaking this out, that they're interested in Bobby Wagner, it is only to drive the price up for division rivals. They are they are going to play, come hell or high water, for better or worse, Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons 90 plus percent of the snaps next year because we just we don't know what we have in these guys yeah it's, it's too late we have to find out but do you yes yes you do but do you don't give me that bobby wagner bullshit i'm not into that <laughs> but you can't cut jordan hicks and sign bobby wagner you just can't do it oh, it would make yeah. no sense at all I will stand by. I do. I do not believe they have any interest. I agree with you. I okay. agree with you. Bobby Wagner is not the not the answer. You got to go with Zayvon Collins. You got to ride with the horse that you rode in on. Your draft is Zayvon Collins. You got to ride with Zayvon Collins. Yep. So this is we're all in on Zayvon Collins. We are until a better option comes along. Is, does U of A have the ball or does Stanford have the ball? We got to shoot a free throw right now. Okay. So this is the game right here. Eight seconds left. It's not the game. It is the fucker. game. <laughs> the Sun Devils blew a 14 point lead with three minutes left to go against the Stanford We're Cardinals. Not talk, we don't it's, talk about that. It is not, it's not game. Anyway. Uh, Tanner yes. in the chat, sink or swim with them. Just let the Chiefs do with Nick Bolton. Absolutely. Nick Bolton was not good to start the year. He was great in the playoffs. Hey, that's what happens when you play young players. They tend to get better. Imagine he, that. He was a budding star by the end of the season. Absolutely. Uh, Bird gang travel. Johnny firing off stats and opinions. Saul's eyes glued on the game. You know, I as think I did a pretty be. good job multitasking because right now the Stanford Cardinal dribbling up the court. It doesn't matter. I'm not even watching it because it's, these losers aren't going to fucking win the uh, game. Here's a three. Brick. Brick and game over. Three seconds left. There we go. U of Let's A go. advances. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Jacob. All right. In the chat. All right. Back to real football. Let's go. For those of you who didn't know, who just joined on, you want to talk a little Hassan Reddick. What would it mean to bring back Hassan Reddick to Arizona? <sighs> I from from what perspective? Well, from a, a, a perspective of trying to win games next year. I mean, it means everything. Yeah. I mean, like that that's a bona fide stud off the edge that yes. you needed and that you're lacking now that you have that that you've lost Chan Chandler Jones. Mm -hmm. Like that that's what that means. Now to the fan base, I think I think the fan base definitely wants him back. Yeah. But I don't think they realize how much he's gonna cost. Yes. And that's the problem. I don't see Hassan Reddick coming back to the Cardinals at tw at, at $20 a twenty million dollars no. per year rate. There's I'm a little concerned about number one, getting this Zach Ertz deal done with all of these tight end tags that are happening and the Cardinals are going to have to pay a premium for Zach Ertz. Then you want to talk about free agent receivers. Mike Williams is getting $20 million a year. So like good hell, what is Christian Kirk going to get? Right. Christian Kirk's I, I think going to eclipse $15 million a year. He's, he is going to be one of the hottest names next week. Isn't it funny? If, if you told me before, like going into like Cardinal related, right? Yeah. If I told you, you could have Christian Kirk, at fifteen million per, yeah, or Hassan Reddick at twenty. What would you choose? Of course, Hassan Reddick. A million percent. Everybody would say Hassan Reddick because Christian Kirk ain't worth fifteen million dollars. No, he's not. And I we love Christian, friend love of the him. program. We had love him on him, during the season. Get your money. Go get, get your it. money. But not by the Cardinals. If I'm Steve Kime and I'm sitting myself, okay, a guy I drafted once upon a time, thirteenth overall, is about to get broken off by either us or somebody else, and then Christian Kirk is going to get a nice contract. Maybe I feel a little bit better about the players that I'm drafting. Now, for every Kirk and Hassan Reddick, there is an Andy Isabella. You Jared know, there, are, there, yeah, there, there are some picks that have that have missed, but hopefully that's that's put behind them. Some good uh, comments in the chat. If the cards pivot off Revit, uh, Reddick, do they move on to another pass rusher or go big money corner? I, I feel like they are going to be in the wave corner, second and third wave of free agency. They are not in on J.C. Jackson. They can't afford J.C. Jackson. I, I would not be surprised if J.C. ended up in San Francisco with all of their cap cap space and the fact they have no picks now because of the Trey Lance deal. The, the Cardinals are going to have to be calculated with future deals, whereas like what you just saw with Khalil Mack going to from Chicago to L.A., Jesus. They're, they're in a position like the Cardinals were when they got Hopkins. It's like, well, they're not paying Justin Herbert anything, so let's take on money. The Cardinals aren't you know, cash strapped to that extent of like a, a Dallas with Dak Prescott, they're somewhere in the middle. So I do think that 
they are going to sign a pass rusher. I, I, I feel confident about that. They're going to sign a corner or two. But I, outside of, if you ask me right now, like what, what's a big money deal the Cardinals are going to sign? I think they get Zach Ertz re-signed for good money because those other premium tight ends all got tagged. Dan Schultz, Ninjoku, and there was one other one. Jusecki. And Jusecki. They all got tagged, meaning Zach Ertz hits the open market next Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. He's gone. Because the Cardinals can't compete with those teams. Now, Ertz wants to stay, so you have to try to get a deal done now. So if you give Ertz premium money over the course of the next two or three seasons, and then you try to sign somebody like Redick, I mean, that's probably about it outside of one-year deals. I mean, it, I feel like there's going to be a lot of one-year deals for yeah. the Cardinals. Yeah, like, for sure. I think that's the common theme around the NFL, though, too, mm-hmm. is that you play, you pay a premium for your positions, and then you go one-year deal around the around the, around the the NFL. And, um, man, this it, it's it's... This is where Kime thrives. It, he is. He does. This is where he fr- thrives. AJ Green, James Conner. He uh, understands how to set up one year contracts. The, the 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 financials. Yeah. So that way they can afford to get players. And listen, listen. He's a he's a very good negotiator. He is. And he's a very good convincer. Apparently, because he's been able to convince guys like AJ Green, JJ Watt, mm-hmm. um, you know, et cetera, to to come in. He hell he convinced. Um, DeAndre Hopkins to take a little bit of a lesser deal, yeah, and against D Hop because mm-hmm. D Hop was negotiating his own contract. Yeah. So, listen, I, I have faith that Kime will figure this out in, the, I do too. in, in, in free agency, and I think he's going to make a splash here or there. And there's going to be some moves that are going to surprise a lot of people. I think you can be critical of his drafting, his free agency. I mean, last year he hit a home run. He was the if you if you just said free agency executive of the year, you'd have a hard time not picking Steve Kime. Cardinals update. How do you feel about guard James Daniels from the Bears? He's hitting free agency 24, just had his best season. I think that's the kind of move, if you can get him on a relatively short deal, maybe a prove-it deal. He's from the University of Iowa. People are asking, were they going to go after Roger Saffold, who was just released by Tennessee? He's 34. And you also think about, okay, are they going to keep Pew on his current number? The right guard position is the only position right now that's open on this line. I think they could address it in the draft. To me, the offensive line feels like, and I could be wrong on this, feels like an area in free agency. Well, they'll look for depth later. They will not be major players for like a Brandon Sheriff, a lot of these high-profile guys up front. I really do feel like free agency, the first wave for the Cardinals, will be looking for people to get after the quarterback, to get after you know Matthew Stafford and now... I love to say this, Drew Locke's ass and and Trey Lance. That's that's why I think that they're going to prioritize. The NFC West absolutely went from one of the creams of the crop to not such a great division anymore. You love anymore. to see it. I love it so much. It's I mean, the AFC West. It's the new NFC West. Oh, my God. No. No. It Bro, is. No. It is the new NFC West. No. You know why it's not? Because why? they have four legitimate quarterbacks in that division. Uh, well, no. I'm saying, yeah. The, I don't think the coaching's as good as the NFC West, but the quarterbacks are certainly better. Um, would uh, you agree with that? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, ready to feel the excitement of the tournament? Are you not watching the Pac-12 tournament? Because you should be. U of A just won. Uh, turn your team's victory into your own we did. big win. DraftKings Sportsbook app, uh, one of America's top-rated sportsbooks app, uh, can help you win today. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. What was Arizona line today uh it's 16 and a half mm, so they did not cover no and mike uh, no, luke no, no, took no, the no. over he thought for sure they would cover i was of like course no, he did. Bro, of no. course mike it's, luke a, did. it's a tournament man it nobody is. the games are going to be close in the tournament come on mike the luke. games be are better than that be better than that mike luke DraftKings sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same game parlays uh the more legs you add the more you can win deposit withdraw your cash whenever you want it's DraftKings sportsbook app call to action Use that promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win their game. Get a $200 in free bets. Again, 21 and over. Arizona only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. I want to get back to some of these comments. Hopkins would restructure for a splashy move. I think they're going to push some of Hopkins' money to a future year, give him a little bit more up front that wouldn't count against the cap this year. I also think, Saul, and I was asked this on Twitter this morning, um, for those of you who want to move off of DJ Humphreys, number one, they don't have an heir apparent. 
Number two, I think the Cardinals have an appetite to extend Humphreys to get his cap hit down. This year he's due, I think, $19-20 million. Mm. So if you can get to DJ Humphreys and say, we're going to kick you two extra years, we're going to bring that annual amount down to maybe like $15-16 million, but we'll give you a little bit of coin up front, I think that that's a move that the Cardinals would love to make. Because you, Humphreys is still relatively young. He came into the league at like 20 years old. He had a bad year last year for his standards. Two year, years ago, he was borderline elite. I think they're banking on him coming back stronger next year. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, but he was pretty bad this year. He was. He was pretty bad. So uh, usually when you have a bad year, you got to you gotta pay for that in some way, somehow. And um, restructuring of your contract to kind of be it's, – it's almost a good faith gesture. Yeah. However, comma, I don't believe in good faith gestures when it comes to pro sports. You get your money. Fuck the team. <laughs> I couldn't say it better myself. Uh, this has to be one of the longest starting left tackles in Cards history. Absolutely. And, you know, he, he he looked bad at the end of last season, as we just mentioned. But to Tanner's point, he's 27, 28. If he hits the open market, I mean, is, is DJ Humphreys getting 20 million a year? He might. Um, tackles can play a while, too. It just stability up front, I think, is what the Cardinals want. Sean Kugler, he's around now. Kelvin Beecham is your right tackle. Josh Jones, I believe, is the right tackle in waiting. He can play swing tackle. Rodney Hudson's under contract. Justin Pugh. I mean, ideally, you would love to go into the draft because, you know, you could say Josh Jones can play right guard and get an upgrade at right guard, and then you're in really good shape for next year. You're in really good shape for Kyler Murray, who needs that. I mean, he needs that protection up front. He will not last if free bodies are running at him. So you have to be, you have to be stable. Have to be stable. Listen, Kyler Murray's offensive line was pretty bad this year. Yeah, especially towards the tail end of yeah. the season. Um, and it started when Rodney Hudson went out for that length of time, mm-hmm. and everything just kind of got out of sync. Yeah, you have to shore up some of those deficiencies, and I really, really, really hope that they find a, a good value. Uh, you know, player in free agency to be able to, to come in next to Rodney Hudson. Yep. Because what they had at guard this year was atrocious. It should be shored up. And outside of the defensive line, I think the guard position is the number one place that you look. You're looking for a mauler. You're looking for somebody that can move people in the run game in conjunction with Rodney Hudson. Uh, Austin asking, do you think we will sign a receiver in free agency? I think... Antoine Wesley showed you, and Antoine Wesley, by the way, saw his back. Yep, he got tendered, tendered. Yep. with Jonathan Ward yesterday. I think that's a low-key big addition early on because he's your fourth receiver right now, and he was one of your best receivers to end the season. So if you're talking about, okay, where is there space for another wideout? Hopkins, Rondell Moore, Antoine Wesley, and I'm going to assume Zach Ertz will be back. So you got one opening in your pass-catching in your core right now, injuries notwithstanding. I think that... Austin, outside of something like a splash trade for Amari Cooper, I think that is a move that or a void that gets filled in the draft. Um, I've been a big advocate getting Hollywood Brown here, helping Kyler Murray, you know, comfort level. That's the kind of move I would make. I don't. I just don't see an appetite for them to to spend a premium on these receivers when Christian Kirk is like the bell of the ball, the free agent wide receivers. That's crazy. That's that's telling you everything you need to know about this market. So outside of looking at a trade, and remember, they only have a fourth-round pick this year, I think with this, the way this receiver group tested in Indianapolis while we were there, I think pick number 23 is in play for a receiver or their second-round pick, which is in the late 50s. That's where I think the Cardinals go. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Again, you are basically looking at four position groups where you can upgrade yeah. and get tremendous value. Um, on the offensive and defensive lines, I think that second-round pick – you will find somebody there yeah. that's going to be a solid player for you for for several years, mm-hmm. and you get to keep him on that rookie contract for a couple years. Um, the first round pick is a wild card, yeah. to be honest with you, because you want to get the best player available. But you know, if if they're neck and neck with the position of need, you're probably going to go with the position of need versus the best overall player. Like for instance, if I had somebody graded at like a 78 versus a 77. But I know that the 77 fills a position of need. I'm probably going with the 77. Absolutely. And th- this is a great year for the Cardinals to sit tight at 23 or trade down and get an interior offensive lineman. Take a wide out, right? I-, I think the defensive line group outside of pass rusher is just okay. Jordan Davis, by the looks of it, won't be there. 
Um, and that's another move in free agency. If, if there's the right kind of defensive tackle, nose tackle that can go in between J.J. Watt and Zach Allen, Corey Peters is not going to be back. Jordan Phillips is still on the roster. I, I don't know what the point of that is. Even if you got a pay cut, he's just not reliable. I mean, just you don't think he's not available for games. You need people that are going to be available. And that was my biggest thing on Jordan Hicks on gophnx.com. He, he's, he was available for you every Sunday. Your best availability or best ability in the NFL is availability. And speaking of GoPHNX, you can become a member right now. Join our family, um, get access to exclusive content, the member Discord. All you got to do is pay 50 cents for the first month, $8.99 for the subsequent months, or half off for the entire year. You pay it all up front, which is just under 60 bucks, and you get a free t shirt from our PHNX merchandise locker. Go check it out at gophnx.com. Tyler is saying via the chat, Card's biggest needs are right guard, number one, outside linebacker, number two, corner, number three, receiver, number four. I don't agree with the corner part. Um, outside linebacker, yeah, you need an edge rusher. Mm-hmm. But corner, I, I feel like you could swap wide receiver and corner uh, just because I, I feel like you have enough there in corner yeah. on, on your side right now. It might not be the greatest, and you don't have that one like shutdown guy, but you have a good core group. So... That's a it's a luxury to add to that group at a higher level. So I agree with that. I think wide receiver, you need that bona fide number two opposite of D hop, mostly because you have to account for injury sometimes. Yeah. And you need that depth and you need quality depth. You have depth to a degree now that you have Antoine Wesley still in the fold and Rondale Moore and the D hop. But those three guys ain't gonna cut it. You need one or two more guys to add to that that can absolutely come in and at least be whole, uh, be respectable. We need a number. We need a number two. We didn't have a number two last year. AJ Green and Christian Kirk. We saw it down the stretch with Al Hopkins. They were not number two receivers. They couldn't elevate their game when this team needed them. Um, somebody asking in the chat, Ryan, I believe. Do you guys think Kyler's extension is going to happen soon? Um, I feel like if they don't get it done, he's not going to show up for anything. So it's in their best interest to to get something worked out. Now, if you had asked me if it's going to get done before the draft, I, I would not surprise me. I don't have any intel on that, but I, you're, I mean, you're playing with fire. He, I, I do not think he's going to show up for anything until he gets a contract. I mean, we've been pretty consistent on that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one other good question I wanted to get to here. Where is that question? Um, receiver, corner edge. Uh, we literally have no depth of corner. Oh, I just wanted to pivot off of your corner back comment because i think well this guy said we literally have no cornerbacks well marco wilson played well last year byron fourth murphy. round pick byron murphy's getting extended kime called him a star at the combine i would also say this when in steve kime's tenure i want to everybody asked themselves this has steve kime outside of an extension to patrick peterson a player he did not draft rod graves drafted patrick peterson that was his last first round pick and or second to last in 2011 when has Kime ever paid a corner? Ever in free agency? He's never done it. Ever. The highest drafted corner he ever picked was was Byron Murphy. I think Kime and Vance Joseph. He, he paid for Alford though. Um, yeah, but that that wasn't huge money, and that was because Vance Joseph wanted Robert Alford. I don't think that Vance Joseph's defensive scheme is predicated on elite cornerback play. I think you can get away with second and third corners, respectively. And then elite safety play. And they have the best pair of safeties, I believe, in the NFL. What you need is supremely gifted edge rushers. And right now, there's a big, fat hole being left by a Hall of Famer in Chandler Jones. That is where my attention would be. If you're signing J.C. Jackson, but you don't fill that hole opposite Marcus Golden, it's it's gonna it's not going to pay dividends. You're going to be in trouble, especially when you consider J.J. Watt injury concerns. I mean, I'm sorry. he He could retire after next year. He cannot. I saw people on on Twitter saying, "Well, just rotate he and Devon Kennard off the edge." That is not enough. I'm sorry, that is not enough. Yeah. I love Marcus Golden. You need two stud. It wasn't enough this year with Chandler Jones and Marcus Golden and JJ Watt. So I, they have to go out. Whether it's Reddick, whether it's a pick in the draft, you have to get more off the edge. Um, all right, Saul. I didn't have a chance to talk about this yesterday because we were there was breaking news left and right. So I'm glad I saved it for today. Uh, and Quan Bolden one of our favorites here in the desert. He hopped on Doug and Wolf's show at 98.7 Sports, uh, Arizona Sports, and, uh, of course, was asked about Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray in Arizona. 
Here's what old Q had to say. I'm sure this won't surprise you. Kyler Murray is a once-in-a-lifetime generational talent for the Cardinals. They only have to look at as far as the draft class before him when the Cardinals drafted Josh Rosen to see how tough it would be to get a quarterback you can have on the roster for 10-plus years. Anytime you have a quarterback who is a franchise quarterback on your roster, I think you would be a fool to let him get away. A million percent. It's, he's yeah. absolutely right. And Anquan played with some bums. Yes. You know what I mean? Some, some trash. Some you trash. know what's so ironic, though, is that when he finally got a good quarterback, he bounced. <laughs> well, the Cardinals didn't pay him. The Cardinals should have paid I him. I know. I think we, I think we all agree, like... They, they were paying fits. They should have just said, shit, we better pay Anquan, too. But it was a different time. 2009 was a very different time than now. We're talking about, could the Cardinals sign Amari Cooper at $20 million to go with D-Hop at 25 Because it's just the game has changed. Mm-hmm. And I think the Cardinals thought, well, you can only have one star receiver, and Larry is better than Anquan, so let's let Anquan go and win a Super Bowl with Baltimore and take San Francisco to a Super Bowl. Oh, man, yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah, but he had, he had Josh McCown. I, I just, I feel like the car... Blake. Yeah. We're not here to talk about that. <laughs> Kyler Murray, I feel like has a lot in common with Anquan. He doesn't care what people think. They are, they have these kind of personalities that sometimes rub people the wrong way. They can get in screaming fights with Todd, the Todd Haley's of the world on the sideline. But I feel like Anquan probably thinks to himself, damn, if I played with Kyler Murray, I'd be in the Hall of Fame already. I'd be there already. Yeah. It, well, I... Uh, <laughs> I mean, Anquan should be in the Hall of Fame. He should, to be absolutely. honest with you. Uh, and he was he was a great number two to Fitz. I think he never thought that he was a number two to anybody. Absolutely. And that's why he wanted to get paid mm-hmm. top dollar. Uh, and and listen, like you said, it was a different time. Uh, the passing game was, was prevalent. It was strong, but not to the degree that it is now. Uh, not quite yet. It was on the verge, but it just st- still wasn't there yet. So, uh, it, listen, Anquan understands what Kyler brings to the table and how valuable of an asset he is, whether everybody else does or not. And if you have to go into, if you got rid of Kyler Murray and you have to go back to that cesspool of quarterbacks that are available in free agency right now, (laughs) you will never, ever, ever leave fourth place in the NFC West. Now, game recognizes game. Uh, and Anquan recognizes greatness because he was great. Uh, and N says in the chat, funny how Dansby said the same thing, because the Cardinals know, the players that play for this organization know what a scrub is at that position. They've seen, with all due respect, Kevin Cobb and Max Hall and John Skelton and these other dudes, great guys, this is not talking about them as human beings, cannot be top, Not I'm not even saying like, Top 20 quarterbacks should not be starting games. The Cardinals started quarterbacks uh, during Anquan's time and Fitz's time who should not have been quarterbacks in the NFL, mm-hmm. starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Now you have a bona fide top 10 and on certain Sundays a top 5 quarterback and he wants to get paid. You <laughs> son of a bitch. He wants to get paid um, and, and, and a lot of players are like, well, of course he does. He's elite and the Cardinals have never had this before. So don't screw this up. I feel like a lot of players, especially like Anquan, who was spurned by the Cardinals via contract talks, probably is very in favor of Kyler Murray getting, getting his money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Liz, again, you got to pay a premium for quarterbacks. Yeah. You can't get around it. Whether you think you, you can or not, or whether you think, oh, well, he's, I hate the fucking argument that people use. Oh, well, he's got two years left on his contract and he's got to honor that and blah, blah, blah. This yeah. ain't the corporate world. No, man. No. Like, even in the corporate world, if you sign a contract, you could sit there and be like, bro, like, you see what I've been doing in this office? Yeah. You see what kind of money I'm bringing in? Like, pay me yeah. or I'm going to find somewhere else to go. How much has the organization, the, the Cardinals franchise, gained in revenue, in wealth? You, we talk about there's a Forbes does an article like every year, like organizational worth, right? And the Cardinals are always in like the late 20s. Kyler Murray being on the team makes them relevant and financially relevant. He will get them on national TV in games they wouldn't have had before. He makes them a product. We talked about this yesterday, Saul. The Fo- Fox Network has lost Tom Brady. And Russell Wilson. Yep. Russell Wilson's in the AFC now. If you don't think they're on their hands and knees, thanking God that they've got, of course, Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford and Kyler Murray, because that's it. It's a lot of Kirk Cousins. It's a lot of Danny Dimes, right? They got Dak. You- but it just 
Kyler Murray is good for business. I'm sorry. He he is great for business for us because we love talking about him. But for the Cardinals, like they know if they moved off Kyler Murray tomorrow, even for somebody like Kirk Cousins or God forbid, whatever the fuck is happening in Seattle with Drew Locke, that you you are headed to irrelevance, disaster, 10 a.m. kickoffs around the country. You are irrelevant. Arizona Animal says, I'll go back to Max Hall. Get the crybaby out of here. Arizona, I, I promise you, you don't want those problems. Because the, the same people that are saying that are the same people that will say get rid of Kime for for this disaster of what would happen if Kyler Murray left the organization. Listen, if you had a bona fide replacement, or let's say the Cardinals had like a number one, two, or three pick in the draft, and you saw a stud out there, which is, does not exist right now, but there was a stud out there that you knew was going to be like the next dude, right? And you wanted to get away from Kyler Murray? In that, in that instance, sure, I get it. But oh my goodness. Arizona Animal, I love you, brother. Get some help. Uh, every, everybody everybody anointed Trevor Lawrence last year. He was awful. He was trash. Kyler Murray stepped into this league and was a bona fide superstar. Is he perfect? No. He's also 24 years old. Like, Russell Wilson just got traded. He's 33 years old. If Kyler Murray is with this Cardinals franchise for the next nine years, I can tell you right now they are going to be better than they have been ever in the history of their franchise. They have never had sustained success ever, ever. Ever. They've had... Like, flash in the pan, like, make the playoffs one or two-year stretch. They had two but, years with Kurt Warner that, at a high level. Yep. They three, had years, three years with, with Carson Palmer, Palmer, and that is it. That's it. That's and, it. And now we're looking at an NFC that's dog shit with seven playoff spots, and there are people that want to move off a top-ten quarterback. I, I just—the AFC insane. is a gauntlet. Pray for the Raiders, who have Derek Carr and have no chance in that division now. The Cardinals finally have some breathing room. We're a Trey Lance bust pick away. And a Matthew Stafford regression, back injury, Super Bowl hangover away from dominating this division. And Kingsbury showed you last year, 4-2 against the NFC West in the regular season. He can beat the NFC West. Like, and people want to bail on Kyler Murray. I, I'm sorry. I just, I, I, he is flawed. There's no other options. He's flawed and, and he has things to work on. We all, we all have that in our lives. That doesn't mean you move off of the best quarterback prospect that you've ever had in this organization. Chris, ever. Chris Rock used to have a great quote. He said, uh, it, it, this is back in the 90s, so pardon the crassness of this, but he said, oh, no. a man, he said, a man is only as faithful as his options. Mm -hmm. And that was really a horrible thing to say. But, like, you have to be faithful to Kyler because you have no other option. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to get rid of Kyler? Okay, let's just play this fucking game. I don't want game. to. I don't want no, to. No, I'm going to play this game because I want to, Johnny. We're, gonna, we're going to play this game. Let's say we got rid of Kyler Murray and we traded it away. Okay? And then you went to the free agent market right now. Who are you going to bring in? Who's the best free agent quarterback you could possibly bring in right now? Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, my. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky is now the starting quarterback of your Arizona Cardinals. Here's, your, here's how many wins you're getting next year right here. Shit. Here's five wins for you. Take it and shove That's it. how many wins you're probably going to get. <laughs> Two. Two. And it's because the defense will probably make some big plays. Oh That's my. it. Dude, you don't want that life. It's like people forgot what life was like watching Josh Rosen for that season. I haven't Or all the garbage that. quarterbacks before that. I think the, the, oh. the Colt McCoy, two out of three wins in November both on the road for a lot of people masked listen Colt McCoy is a is a reserve quarterback for a reason but I, I would argue is one of the best backups in the league because he came in and did his job on a Cardinal team that was pretty loaded right or we, at least we thought so <laughs> fucking Arizona animal what do you say money Mitch let's go <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the banter yes and we uh, look, nobody's opinion is wrong but we will fight anybody to death well, if they push back on Kyler Murray. <laughs> we will fight you to the death if I have to watch a Max Hall take snaps watch, for this If franchise. I legitimately have to watch Mitch Trubisky take a snap, I will... I'm, I'm, no, it's I'm too just, it's too no, graphic no. what we can say I'd on there. i just stab my eyes out. All right, I'm going to attempt to transition to a COVID read here. Children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID-19. The COVID-19 vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or dying from the disease. It's safe, free, and highly effective. Vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest to you. I was going to do a joke about how um, 
Kyler Murray's the vaccine to our quarterback issues, but I'm I don't want to go there. I'm no, not gonna go no, there. Don't go there. Don't right. go there. I'm Let's so sorry. Just leave that one alone. <laughs> oh man. Uh what do we got here? Uh Ryan says Kyler is a top three quarterback in the NFC. There's no way of improving uh in the draft or anything else. I agree. He is a star. You have to pay him like every other team in these situations do. Um I I feel like we were at the combine last week. The desperation, you could smell it oh from a third of the league oh that doesn't have a quarterback, and they have to talk themselves. Like, thank God, in twofold, the DMVR peeps, the Denver Broncos got Russell Wilson up out of the NFC West, but now have life as a franchise. They were having to talk themselves into Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. <sighs> Malik Willis. Well, I don't think Malik's going to be there when they when they would have picked at nine. Okay. Malik's, Malik. I think I have the same hand size as Kenny Pickett. I'm a 5'6 man. I'm 34 years old. I, this is this was on par. I stood next to Kenny Pickett. This is what he's got going on. That's what teams without a Kyler Murray are looking at. Are looking at a Kenny Pickett who should be like a third-round pick but will be grossly overdrafted because if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have anything. Mitchell Trubisky is going to go and compete with Daniel Jones. Some team right now is going to have to trade for a bum Jimmy Garoppolo with a with a banged-up shoulder. Yeah. If if you're in that if you're living that life you're done. Jalen Hurts got to the playoffs last year nine and eight as the seventh seed for Philadelphia. And he's not even great. Right on a rebuilding team. I am not giving away a top ten quarterback and missing out on playoff bursts oh potentially God. for the next half decade. I'm imagine, not going to do it. Could you imagine trading for Carson Wentz right now? I could. I couldn't even look myself in the mirror as oh a fan gosh. of this team. There are people out there that legitimately think that those are better options no, than Kyler Murray. It's just so ridiculous. Just you know what? Let's just stop. You can you can agree not to pay him right now. That's fine. But to move off of him, I just I can't yeah. I can't entertain that, my man. And yep. says I know Kyler fall uh, falls off the second half, but it seems like Cliff needs to fix that too. The whole team does. It's yes. not just a Kyler thing. Now Kyler gets the most blame on top of Cliff because he's the quarterback, and rightfully so. Nobody plays well in the second half. Uh, Johnny, what is the uh, one under the radar free agent the Cardinals could target? Keep up the great work, brother. Why? Well, I appreciate that, Alberto. Um, man, in terms of a name, um, I how about a position? I I think that they could go and I th I think James James Conner could price himself out of Arizona. And I think that they could sign a, a free agent running back in early April to supplement ahead of the draft. Or they could bring back Chase Edmonds. I think James Conner is going to get broken off. Um, that's not exactly answering your question. And Josh Hutt, no, they are not trading for Christian McCaffrey uh, or Saquon Barkley. You don't think Christian McCaffrey is going to get cut, released? No, the Panthers are asking for like a two for him, for a running back that makes a ton of guaranteed money. Um, you're putting me on the spot, Alberto. I Here's what I think their priorities are going to be in the next five days. I think in the next five days, they want to get another restructure done or potentially another cut or two. I think they want to get Zach Ertz done before the start of free agency when the floodgates open. And I think they're going to be in the Hassan Reddick market. And from there, if there's a if there's a wide out that they like that they can get, like for instance, and I have no idea if they if they like this player or not. We talked about this last week. If you can get Will Fuller in for a workout and get him for nothing because he shit the bed in Miami, he's got a he's got a um, a relationship with DeAndre Hopkins. He's a deep threat, can play the outside. If you get Will Fuller in house next year for like a million bucks or the vet minimum, that's a great signing. That's the kind of time time signing I could see because he does not have options, and Will Fuller will want to go to a place that has a legitimate quarterback. To, so for him to get yards. Yeah. He'll want to be like A.J. Green last year. Like, I got to go prove myself. Let me get away from, you know, the Cincinnati quarterback dysfunction with A.J. Green. So uh, a Will Fuller-esque type of move at receiver. D.J. Chark isn't a bad name either. No, somebody like that I, I, I think could benefit them because here's what you have to remember about Steve Kime. He likes to go into the draft, and he said this before, with every need, glaring need filled, right? So even if they don't sign a guard, they'll say Josh Jones can play guard. That's why I think you have no tight ends now of note, right? And Max Max Williams, we love Max. He's rehabbing. He's been hurt each of the past two seasons. That's why Zach Ertz is a, pro a, a preference and a priority because you don't have a tight end. Yeah. Fuller is not going to Denver. Denver's got everything they need right now, yeah. wide receiver. Um, and, yeah, and, and listen, Russell Wilson – is not the type of quarterback that you necessarily think was will make a lot of people money. Yeah. Uh, it, listen, 
Aaron Rodgers will make bums a lot of cash. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson takes advantage of of defenses in a way that to me just does not feel like um, he would make a scrub an elite player. He he hadn't really done that so much in Seattle. He's made some you know Baldwin, uh, you know Metcalf. Those dudes ha- were talented. They were talented guys. Yeah. Like so, it, I I don't think he's the same ilk as like a Rodgers. So I think it's a little bit of a different thing to say Fuller should go to Denver because I don't think he'll get the yards in Denver either. That's why you go to a, a passing system yeah. like Arizona where I think Cliff would try to utilize him in, in more different in different ways and get him his money. He went to Miami on a one-year deal that was around, probably I think it was like A.J. Green signed for like a couple million, three or four million. Uh, Will Fuller's was like seven or eight million. He had 26 yards. It was a disastrous signing for them. He wasn't available. He was hurt. I don't even know if COVID impacted that whole thing. He missed some time. Oh, he was also suspended the first couple games of the season, like two games of the season for performance enhancing or off the field. He missed a couple games. Um, That is the ultimate kind move because two years ago in Houston, 879 receiving yards. His yards per catch was almost 17 yards per catch that year and eight touchdowns. If you could get close to that, that's the kind of move. Then you've got... A big play receiver that you're just you're going you're not going for broke on. You have you have no if he doesn't pan out, no no one cares. Antoine Wesley, a nice developmental player. Rondell Moore, you should have a second year bump, and then your your bread and butter with D Hop. You have you probably feel pretty good about that. Then plus whatever you get in the draft, that's the kind of move I could see Kime making. I think yeah. as we get closer to this situation, you look at Dallas, and we talked about this. They haven't cut Amari Cooper yet. Why why is that? The same reason with. Rodney Hudson last year, they're going to try to get a pick for Amari Cooper. They're not just going to cut him because there are teams now when Mike Williams is making $20 million per year, somebody's going to pay Amari Cooper $20 million next year. Somebody's going to pay him what Dallas is not going to pay him. I don't think the Cardinals have the appetite or the funds to do that. So I, I do think it would be awesome to have Amari with D-Hop. I just, it's it's not in not in the cards this year. Uh, I see what he did there. Yes. Any, we got 41 people hanging out. You want to go for a little longer? Let's go, baby. All right, hey, let's, the game's over. I'm, I'm good, man. Let's all right, go. let's get to some of these questions. So uh, Jose says, fuck receivers, fuck linebacker. Oh, wow. Get some big okay. linemen who can save Kyler's career. I, right. I'm with you. I don't think that's in free agency, though. I don't think they're a quality offensive lineman. You're not going to get anybody the caliber of Rodney Hudson this offseason. Um, they're a bu- bunch of older guys. Now, if you wanted to tackle a, a Saffold, second, third wave of free agency, absolutely. Um, what else we got here? We always we, get linemen. We need wide receivers and safeties. Uh-huh. You need safeties. No, you don't need safeties. <laughs> you have two bona fide ones back there right now. Yes. Uh, what? No. Yeah, two of the best safeties in the NFL. Yeah. You, might, you might need a corner. Maybe met corner. Yeah, maybe you need a corner. corner. We'll, we'll just say DBs. How about that? We need a DB. Arizona Animal, the only wide receiver worth drafting is Drake London. Uh, I would argue there are a pair of receivers from the Ohio University of Ohio State, Ohio State University that would look great uh, yes. in Arizona Cardinal. And don't forget about homeboy who uh, tore his ACL for Alabama. Yeah. I know people are sleeping Jameson. on him. He had Jameson uh, Williams. He was supposed to go top 15. Yes. Um, honestly... No, not a, uh, I can't take a hurt receiver at 23. It, listen, it, well, no, maybe not 23, but what if he dropped a... What if you traded back and took him? Something like that, you recouped a pick. Now we're talking. That's what I'm saying. Now man. we're talking. You know, so Our boy from... I also like Christian Watson. I've always no, liked Christian no Watson. No, small school. Guys, no, please. Oh, stop with your small school. Uh, our boy from Arkansas. You know the best, one of the best receivers of all time? You know where they went to school? All right. At? Mississippi Valley State. Calm down there. I feel like now in today's NFL, oh. we, we comb for, for guys... Um, a little bit better than than the you're old just, days. You're just upset because Andy Isabella, uh, Andy, and not Andrew, Andy Isabella didn't work out. Andy's days are numbered. Uh, our boy from Arkansas opted not to run his forty at at uh, at his pro day. Trayvon, Trev, Trevlon Burks, Traylon Burks, Traylon Burks. Yeah, I don't think he's a first round pick anymore. And uh, says I want Jamison Williams so bad I don't care about his ACL injury. Athletes recover now. That's true Agreed. with new trainers. Uh, and he should be ready for the start of the season. And you know what? And Cardinals don't play the rookies early anyway. So you know what? P- right on schedule for this regime, man. <laughs> hey, you take the first two months off the season. I would love Chris Olave. Uh, watching him at Ohio State, I think he runs great routes. Yep. He has tremendous speed. Um, he's a great catcher of the ball. Like, And that sounds funny to say as a receiver, but some guys have stone hands. Yeah. Um, and I just, I really love Chris Olave. I, I, 
I, I love his game. I think he's clutch. He makes big time catches and big time plays at big time moments. So Chris Olave, I'm on board with. I'm not a I'm not gonna hate on the Williams pick. I I think I think Williams would be a great add. He would take the top off the defense. Uh, ACL injuries. I know people were like, oh, you know, ACL, ACL, ACL. This ain't 1980, man. ACLs just aren't the same as they used to be. They recover fast. They come back. They'll be fine. As long as it's not, we're talking like Liz Frank reconstructive stuff. If it's a clean no. thing, he might be. He might start running here over the course of the summer. They said so. Uh, and probably already running. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And says Cliff plays his offensive guys more than Vance Joseph, though. Uh, absolutely. And he played Rondell more early and then screwed around. And Maybe Rondell should put Zayvon Collins at like fullback for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's probably get more snaps that way. Olave just gets open, something Kirk uh, rarely did. Yes. Christian Kirk, man, um, you know, he did not blossom into a thousand yard receiver for this organization. That's disappointing. I think they wanted it to work out, but he is going to be paid a bounty. A bounty. <laughs> Any receiver outside of Sky Moore, I'll be good with. Um, Flymore was his nickname at the Combine, but Eastern Michigan? Skymore? No, Western Michigan. Western Michigan. Broncos. Broncos. No small school, please. Keep it Keep it Power 5. Power. Just call me Power 5, Johnny. I can't do the Tulsas or the Temples or the UMasses. No, I don't have an appetite for that. I want I want players. That's why I love the Ohio State kids, because they, they, we, we knew where they were every Saturday. They were on prime fucking time dominating top 10 schools. So then they can translate on the Sundays, dominating. I don't. I don't have patience for the learning curves. I'm I sorry, have, I don't. I have, a, I have a power five wide receiver that would I would interest you in, in the name of uh, Stanley Berryhill from the U of A. You want him too? Because he went they're to a power a, five school. U, U of A is not a power five. Because he went to a power five no, school. They're not. They're, that's they're that's not how stupid five. your logic no. is. No, 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 no. I'd rather no, Christian no. Watson than that guy. What What have we heard? The last couple times the Cardinals took power five players high in the draft. You remember when Tyron LSU dominated camp? Everybody's like, oh, man, he's so great. Well, no shit. He was Blitnikoff Award winner or whatever the top corner is in the country. Rondell Moore was an All-American at Purdue in a real team in a real conference, dominated the Cardinals camp. You know, really the only one is Isaiah Simmons because he didn't have a position. Like when the Cardinals take notable players from big program, from big programs, they come in and play right away. I don't even like we watch those teams, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, LSU, Georgia. You know what I'm not getting? I'm not getting a guy who doesn't play. I'm not getting a flat-out bust who is a liability on the field like an Isabella. At the very least, I'm getting a solid contributor who may or may not get a second contract. At the high end, I think, I, I think I'm getting Hall of Fame players. I'm getting Hall of Fame players from those universities. Okay. If you say so. I, I do say so. <laughs> Don't sleep on George Pickens. We're not sleeping on George Pickens. I am sleeping on I Christian I think the percentages Watson. are far more in your favor from a Power 5 than non-Power 5, for sure. They just If the Cardinals just said, we're just going to draft Georgia players this year, I'd be totally content with that because I knew where they were every Saturday last year. They were kicking ass, man. All right, be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review anywhere you get your podcast. We've got... It looks like Pac-12 wrestling going on now, which is Nobody very, very exciting. Uh, Saul's, Saul's in a good mood. U of A won. We're in a good mood because tomorrow will be our official free agency primer here on PHNX Cardinals. Monday kicks everything off. Emergency pods out the ass. I hope you guys are ready. Thank you for taking this ride with us. We'll be back tomorrow, 3 p.m.